Hi, this is Andre with the JJC Podcast. This is episode 20. This is episode 20. Jeez, doesn't seem like it, but it's been 20 episodes. Woohoo! Um, if you haven't known by now, or haven't saw by now, haven't listened or haven't heard by now, um, the Jacksonville Jaguars have lost their 13th straight game in a row. It's a franchise record for a season as they lose to the Baltimore Ravens 40 to 14. Um, this is just going to be the easiest recap in the world. Um, there was nothing on the Jaguar side, and it was all Ravens from the tip. From the moment it said go, the Ravens kept going and did not stop. The Jaguars looked like a JV football team against a varsity team out there. I have nothing good to say about the Jaguar side. The Jaguar side played horrible on both sides of the ball. They had no answer for they had no answer for Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson runs faster than pretty much everybody on the field. Um he displayed that he was 17 of 22 for 243 yards, three touchdowns and one interception. Um, he also had a rushing touchdown as he was 10 for 35, 10 carries for 35 yards and another touchdown. J.K. Dobbins had 64 yards rushing and a touchdown. They pretty much did whatever the hell they wanted to. It's amazing to me, and it's getting towards that late in the season where you see who still got it and you see who still doesn't have it, and this was the worst display of football I've seen the entire season. Now, now I didn't do a recap for the Tennessee game, but this one is just as bad as the Tennessee game. This team has checked out. A lot of players on this team has checked out. They ain't trying to win a game. Many of these guys are not trying to win a game. It looks like it. We can't be that inferior to the Baltimore Ravens or to the Tennessee Titans. We played the Titans earlier in the season, and we lost by three. And (laughs) we played the Titans and they whipped our ass. Derrick Henry did whatever the fuck he wanted to. You tell me if that was fight. If you tell me that was fight. As a fan watching the game, did you feel at any point that this team was going to hang in there? Was going to give them a challenge? This game was over by the end of the first quarter. The Baltimore game was over by the end of the first quarter. The first quarter, I pretty much sent out a tweet and said, let's talk about next week because this game is over. This game was a snooze fest on the offensive side. It was train tracks on the defensive side. It's a train. We set it up and we let them go. Ravens looked like they were fighting for a playoff spot. We looked like 
we were getting ready for victory formation for the number one pick. Santa Claus is coming to motherfucking Jacksonville because guess what happened this weekend? Guess what happened this weekend? You guessed it. The Jets won. Ching, ching. Ching, ching. They won. Now, they beat the Rams. That was something I did not see coming at all. Because I looked at their potential games. I thought they could beat the Patriots once. I thought they had another win in there as well. But I didn't see this one. The Rams just play awful. And the Jets felt inspired. They play hard and they won the game. Now, the Jaguars hold the driver's seat of the future due to strength of schedule. The Jaguars now have the number one pick. And no longer do we have to hear on fan groups worldwide about, oh, we shouldn't take Justin Fields. We should take such and such from Alabama. No, we shouldn't take Justin Fields. We're going to take, if I was if I was them and I was smart, I would trade down. You hear me? Take trade down because we have so many holes on this offense and defense. I would trade down and get a linebacker, get a safety, and get a cornerback in the draft. That's what I would do. Because we don't need a quarterback. Minshew is fine. Minshew is okay. Did you see Minshew Sunday? He is not. He he's. Did you see Minshew this Sunday? If you saw Minshew this Sunday, you would not just be saying, "Oh, the quarterback position is fine." And you know what? With this number two pick, we no longer have to hear this crap because we had to hear this crap, especially when Justin Fields. Had a bad game against Northwestern. We had to hear this crap. I can't judge any college player for this season. It's hard to judge a college player for this season because an Ohio State's favorite. And I'm going to give Justin Fields some bail out here because I watched him the previous season. And he was pretty damn good. 40 touchdowns, three interceptions. His mechanics looked on point, and he could throw, and he has great mechanics, and he throws a nice deep ball. Justin Fields to DJ Chark, anyone? That's what it was looking like, but it changed because no longer we have to hear these guys that are talking about, hey, let's draft, let's trade down. We don't have to hear that no more. We don't have to hear it. All those fans and all those people can shut the fuck up now. Because guess what? We have our guy. And our guy now is Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. He's our guy now. And guess what? Every This job has just become even more attractive. You get a GM. You get a head coach. You got... Over projected 80 something million dollars, and you get you a franchise can't miss quarterback that the scouts have been raving about. That has been a NFL ready quarterback since his freshman year, due to his mechanics, due to his 
accuracy, etc. You get you a John Elway type player, uh, Andrew Luck type player, and you can build around them. You better pick right. You have no option to pick right. I watched Miami go from 0-7 laughing stock to now they're in a playoff race. We have an opportunity to do that within three years if this pick stands. Jaguars better not fuck this up. I haven't bought a Jaguars jersey because I'm scared. Players just don't stay here, and I'm sick and tired of it. I love the Jags. Why aren't the players loving the Jags the way I love the Jags? There's something about it. Now, let me tell you this. If this stands, because it looks like it will stand, I don't see them beating the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears are fighting for a playoff spot. I don't see them beating them. And the and the Indianapolis Colts, you really think we're going to beat them? We beat them in week one. That ain't happening again. That is not happening again. They're fighting for a playoff spot. They about to beat that ass. And this ass that they about to beat, they about to spank this ass. So you better not think one bit that we're going to win these games. Now, I would love to see them win the game. I'm a fan. I would love to see them win. I want to see them win. Let's just be realistic here. They just lost 40 to 14. Do you really think they're going to go out there against the Bears? Which is a strong possibility they can win, but they can't stop the run. And there's no way on earth they're not giving the ball 30 times to Montgomery and he's not getting 125 yards and at least a touchdown. There's no way. So there's no way on earth. The person listening to this right now knows this. The person that's listening to this right now knows this. There's no way on earth. Now, any given Sunday, oh, we got people say, oh, any given Sunday, a team could feel inspired. Look at the Jets. Look at the Jets. Let's be honest. The Jets should have two wins, at least three. I've watched them give up two games outside of this win. They should have never lost the game against New England. They were up like 26-10. And then they lost in the last seconds of the dumbest play call and possibly, no, it's not the dumbest play call in NFL history. Um, Pete Carroll has that. The dumbest call of the season where they sent an all-out blitz on a Hail Mary. And they send, they put an undrafted rookie on a first-round pick rookie that runs a 4-3 sub. Let's not kid ourselves here. We know who we getting, and that is Trevor Lawrence. And I am excited. Jaguar fans are excited. Santa came early for us Jaguar fans, and I am happy than a motherfucker. Yes, I would love to see them win, but they ain't going to win. I've been rooting for them to win all fucking season, and it ain't happening. I am a realist. It ain't happening. I do love that I see some of these players on this team still fighting, but a lot of them is thinking about vacation plans and getting back home to their families and staying in and working out for next season because they don't want to have to deal with this COVID bullshit right now.
Let's call it how we see it. Can we call it how we see it? Can, can I preach tonight? Let's call it how we see it. That's what it is. This team's going 1-15. And, and I love Doug Marone, but he did ex- he did everything in his power for them to win a game, and they still couldn't win. And now they're playing two playoff teams. Those teams are going to be just like the Ravens. They are not leaving no doubt in your mind to have a chance. And I watched Gardner Minshew Sunday. I I, I don't think he's going to be the starter this weekend. He he held the ball way entirely too long against an injured pass rush of the Ravens. They're not even all the way 100% strength. He held the ball too long. The same issue he had before, throwing the ball too high, playing hero ball. It's still in him. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think he knows his time is winding down. Now, if we could grade his season overall, I didn't think it was bad. The first half of the season is what I'm really honestly going to grade him more so than the end because we we alternated quarterbacks. And if he didn't get hurt, he probably would have had this whole season. And he did not do bad overall. I'm not going to say he was trash. But I'm going to say he's a borderline starter, a great backup. That's the way he looks right now. Now, that could change, a.k.a. Kirk Cousins. It changes. Kirk Cousins is a, a starting starting level quarterback, midline Pro Bowl quarterback. I could honestly see that in Gardner Minshew if someone honestly wanted and to build an offense around him, but it ain't happening in Jacksonville. It's not happening here. It ain't happening here. And I know it's fans. That Minshew mania. That we had, that Minshew mania, caused problems. Because some people can't get their mind to fathom around, we may not have Minshew next year. We ain't having Minshew next year. He's going to be starting somewhere else, not here. He deserves another shot at starting. I'll give him that. He does deserve another shot at starting. And he will probably get that opportunity. He probably will. But those same people that's on that Minshew mania will be on the Trevor Lawrence train as soon as he get here. They will be crowning him just like we are. We're just early to the party. And and there's that and I, I, and these other people. Let's talk about the other ones. Oh, there's no guarantee that that Trevor Lawrence is going to be a, 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 a starting NFL quarterback. He, he could flop. There's been tons of bust. Have you not looked at the first round number one overall picks of quarterbacks? Yes, I have. I have. And I don't care. Get the best guy, build around him, and if he sucks, get somebody else. It don't cost us that much money because guess what? There's a rookie cap. Ever since it was a rookie cap, you can dispose quarterbacks like trash if they are trash and they don't take the necessary steps to progress at least you got a team to build and you can throw another quarterback in there i don't give a damn get the best quarterback 
if they're raving about this guy, if you have not watched Trevor Lawrence the past three the past three seasons and not thought this man is good, then you got issues. He's really good. He is really good. And he's mobile enough. Take this guy. You got $80 million. Build it. You got $80 million. Build it. Build it. It's no build it. If you look at this team, sign Chark back. Automatically, you need to sign him back. If you want to sign Keelan Cole back, sign him back. Get this team together. You got all the resources. It's set up for the new GM and the new coach to look like football gods in Jacksonville. It's set up that way. I don't know a guy that wouldn't take this job. And Khan has been proven as an owner to be a little hands-off, which is good. Let your football guys be football guys. I will give him that. He only steps in when things get worse, as any owner should. That's all I need to hear. If I'm a new GM or if a GM and a coach, let me be. Let me do my thing. Everything's good. That's what they're going to do. They're going to lose these next two games. Christmas is coming to Jacksonville because we're going to be 1-15. And and we're going to have the number one pick. But I want to switch the subject. I just want to switch the subject a little bit. Um, If you haven't known, the AFC Pro Bowl roster has been released. And I'm about to name off some names. You tell me who should be on there from our team or not. Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Josh Allen. Yes. Deshaun Watson. I'm not sure about that pick. I would not put him over Ryan Tannehill, and I'm not. I'm not a. I would put Ryan Tannehill over Deshaun Watson. Stats don't mean crap to me when your team's not winning. Yeah, he's doing the stats, but where is his team going? Um, running backs: Derrick Henry. That's a no-brainer. He's leading the entire league in rushing. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb missed, I think, four or five games, and he's fifth in the NFL in rushing with 931 yards. That's what he has, 931 yards. He's fifth in the NFL. He definitely deserves it. That team has ran through him. The Browns are 10-4, and and he's doing an amazing job. Let's go to the third running back, Josh Jacobs. I'm just going to do a complete leaders because I don't know where the hell Josh Jacobs is. And Josh Jacobs is sixth in the league in rushing. He's sixth. Um, he averages, he has 245 attempts for 907 yards. And he is the third guy on this Pro Bowl roster. Now we're going to go through the wideouts. Tyreek Hill, 
Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen, A.J. Brown. I disagree. I do not think A.J. Brown should be on there, but that's another story. Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey, of course, the Ravens fullback, Larry Tussle is on here, Eric Fisher, Orlando Brown, Quentin Nelson, Joe Petonio, David DiCastillo, Marcus Pouncey, Ryan Kelly, Miles Garrett, Joey Bosa, Frank Clark. I don't know why I'm naming off the defensive side because we don't have a damn defender that should be on there. The closest would be Miles Jack. We don't I'm not even going to read defense because our defense has been so trash. They do not deserve a player off there at all. This defense has been trash. So they don't even they don't even get that. They don't get that. But I want to go back to the running back. I think James Robinson deserves to be on the Pro Bowl roster. Um, I'm looking and I'm like, why the hell is Josh Jacobs ahead? Why is he ahead of James Robinson? James Robinson is number three. I'm looking at James Robinson is third in the league in rushing. He's third. Less attempts. He's got less attempts than Josh Jacobs. He averages more than Josh Jacobs. And I found out what may be the reason why James Robinson didn't get this nod. He has 10 touchdowns. Josh Jacobs has 10 touchdowns. James Robinson has 7 touchdowns. Yards a game, he averages more yards than Josh Jacobs. I like Josh Jacobs. But James Robinson is the, this season, he's been the second or third best running back in the AFC. I know, and the one thing that's going to be used against against James Robinson is, look at his record. Who are they throwing to? Their record is one in thirteen. Why are we gonna give a Pro Bowl to anybody on that team? He deserves it. He wasn't even supposed to be the starter this year. He outplayed to the coaches, Leonard Fournette. And he proved it. He proved it. He's averaging four point five yards a carry. He's over a thousand yards. All purpose yards, he's in the top 10. What else does he need to do outside of win a fucking game? Which that ain't going to happen. This team's just not that talented enough to win another game. If you don't know what's going to happen in Chicago, I can tell you right now. Mr. Trubisky. It's about to shove Allen Robinson, if he's playing, I think he is going to play. 
Allen Robinson. He's going to have a homecoming party on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they're going to run the ball down their throats. They're going to run the ball, control the clock. Montgomery will have at least 115 yards and a touchdown. Um, the only issue may be Mitch, T- Mitch Trubisky, who may be re-signed by Chicago. He's played great down the stretch, and they are kind of thinking like, hey, he's winning games. Maybe he can do this. Maybe. We don't know, but we do know one thing. He's going to do it against the Jaguars. That's just going to happen, and we're going to lose that game. But all of that being said, James Robinson should be in the Pro Bowl. And another player I think should be in the Pro Bowl is at center. Brandon Linder should be considered for a Pro Bowl, maybe. Andrew Norwell should be considered for a Pro Bowl. Andrew Norwell is another guy I believe should be considered for a Pro Bowl. He's had an excellent year. He's had an excellent year. Maybe he gets an alternate. Never know with these things. But James Robinson should be on this list, if anything. If it's one player that should be on this list, it's James Robinson. He's been our offense. He's been the guy to consistently get us down the field. Our quarterbacks have played Nick Nick Pettyback, give a dog a bone, 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 bad. They've been playing bad. James Robinson deserves to be on this list. Um Josh Jacobs, I'm not saying he don't deserve to be on this list, but James Robinson's had a better season than him. I know. Oakland's winning games. Oakland's in the playoff hunt. I, okay, whatever. They, they, they are eliminated now. They fell apart down the stretch after being, what, 6-3? and three? And, that's who, and that's who you're telling me is supposed to be? No. No. James Robinson. He should be the guy. He should be the guy. He should be starting in a Pro Bowl. Um, I think that's all for this this episode. Um, When you get a chance, check out the website at www.jacksonvillejaguarscountry.com, hashtag Jags Country. And I'll see you guys next week. Let's keep on the fight, Jacksonville fans. Let's keep on the fight, Jaguars fans, because guess what? We have the number one pick. And honestly, it looks like it's going to stay that way. So prepare and stay up, stay to fight, and let's continue on. Out.